Hey guys, it's Galena. And I'm Jared. And this is Let's Dish It. Okay, guys, we want to apologize real quick for not uploading for a long time. Um, Galena and I have both had some stuff going on, but we're back and better than ever. Hopefully. <laughs> Hope, hopefully. But uh, yeah, we do apologize about that. Also, real quick, happy late Thanksgiving. I know my ass is stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before we go ahead and get started into talking what you know we planned on talking about, um, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was decent. Like, I mean, I celebrated two Thanksgivings. The first one I celebrated was the one that I was at work because they give us a Thanksgiving meal. And then I had my Thanksgiving dinner at home on Saturday. So nice. It was, I had it was a- <laughs> Do what? <laughs> it was okay. Like, wasn't that great, but it was okay. <laughs> so I ended up actually having mine on the 23rd. And I, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Um, we actually ended up deciding that me and CJ was going to cook Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And <laughs> let me tell you, it was very eventful because we had never cooked a turkey before. And both of us are like, uh, and I made him clean it out. And apparently, while we were <laughs> cutting the turkey, um, while we had friends over and some family members, come to find out the bag was still inside the turkey. <laughs> Y'all forgot and- to take the bag out of the turkey. <laughs> Like, okay, so he cleaned it. He took the, the bones and stuff out that were in it, and we drained out the blood that was inside the turkey and everything. And I looked in it, and I didn't see a bag. And, you know, we ain't never cooked a turkey before, and we didn't know there was a bag in it. And we didn't bother, you know, reading the instructions. <laughs> but, yeah, um, my mom's boyfriend was cutting it cutting the turkey and stuff like that and then he pulled out the bag and I was just like oh my god (laughs) it was horrible and um (laughs) the next day um we actually found out too that the turkey wasn't fully cooked on the bottom you and y'all been (laughs) eating What in the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Like, luckily, like, none of us really ate a lot of turkey just because we're not really huge fans of it. Like, the top was fully cooked, and it looked on the outside fully cooked, but apparently the bottom was, like, a little bit, like, pink. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, other than that, everything was, you know, really good, and I was pretty happy with all the stuff that I cooked. Minus the turkey. Well, I mean, we uh, for for my Thanksgiving dinner, I had ham. I had ham both days. Like, had ham at work, and then I had ham here at home. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, like usually here, we'll do turkey on Thanksgiving, and we'll do ham on Christmas. And my brother plans on doing the ham for uh, Christmas and. I told my mom, I was like, well, you know, if he don't, then I will. Because originally I wanted to do the ham. I know how to cook a ham. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
but yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I enjoyed my Thanksgiving this year. A little kind of upset I couldn't go Black Friday shopping or do any Cyber Monday deals because it's almost over for Cyber Monday. So I was so mad on Black Friday or it might have been the um, day of Thanksgiving. It was one of the two. But um, Bath and Body Works was actually having a sale where you buy three items, you get three items free. And like two days beforehand, I ended up um, buying some stuff off Bath and Body Works. And I was like, I got a great deal. And then a couple days later, I find out they're doing three for three. And I was just kind of like mad about it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I like Bath and Body Works and all, but like, I ain't going to go buy three damn things because their shit's expensive. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> but I'm very speaking happy of, with what I got. Speaking of, Glenn and I are revamping um, our business that we have together. Yes, and I'm very excited about that too. Now, if you guys love candles and aromatherapy and just like a whole bunch of other stuff, Glenn and I are working on like revamping it. Basically, what it is is it, it used to be called Angels uh, Botanicals. We're actually changing it to Angels Aromatherapy. Um, we're going to be. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot the cosmetics <laughs> part. Um, but yeah, so we're we're revamping it, and we're really excited about that. But that'll be like later on that we'll talk about more about that. Yes, and you know the whole idea of redoing everything and coming out with a new look was because you know I've been through a lot this year, and I was like, you know, new me, why not do something new for something that I created. Because I'm obsessed with candles. Like, anybody that knows me knows that I really love candles and things that smell awesome. And, yeah, there was a lot of things behind, you know, why I started up doing our, well, our candle business and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's a long story. But we'll definitely talk more about that, you know, later on as um, we get closer to 2022. Because there is a lot that, like, because me and Glenna has been talking recently about, like, um, all these different collab ideas and stuff that I've came up with and that she's came up with. Um, and there's so many collab ideas that her and I are, like, working on to, like, try to get out for you guys as well. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah, for sure. Me too. So... Um, let's go ahead and get, you know, started talking about our little Thanksgiving, uh, podcast thing, <laughs> even though it's All not right. Thanksgiving, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had mentioned to Galena that like, okay, so w when, when you think of Thanksgiving, what is the, um, first thing that you think of when you think of Thanksgiving? Starters, a fully cooked turkey. <laughs> well, I mean, but, uh, but, but, like, but like, what's the meaning behind it? Like the pilgrims and stuff and, you know, the Indians and, you know, the first meal were, you know, they were cool together. But I know there's like a dark history behind it and it's not all rainbows and friendships. <laughs> okay. Well, when I, when I think of Thanksgiving, I mean, yeah, I think of, okay, well, I know there's that dark history behind it because there's a lot of stuff that they did not teach us in school. But when you think of Thanksgiving as a family standpoint, you're basically saying, okay, well, I'm giving thanks to, you know, all of the like people in my life and I'm thanking them for being here and we're, we're coming together and eating a meal. Yes. That's, that is not very so much the case. So here's the real, real tea 
That's why me and Glenna called it Let's Dish It, because we're going to be dishing out the tea. <laughs> um, so first, this was not the first feast that had occurred. Now, most of our cultures around the world have traditions of celebrating the end of harvest of season, and sometimes that meant having a feast or fasting and prayer. Now, second, many people wrongfully believed that, that this was first contact between the natives and the Europeans. <laughs> Natives and the Europeans. Uh, for over 100 years prior to what we consider the first Thanksgiving, the native people of what would become New England had many encounters with Europeans, and those encounters became uh, diseases. Now, from 1616 to 1619, there was a smallpox epi epidemic with over a 90% fatality rate that ran, that ran rampant through the um, – Paltucket, I think that's how you say it, Paltucket tribe, uh, which was a subgroup of the Wampanoag tribe. Now, the Pog, or, or they, um, a Paltucket named Squinto, or sorry, Squinto, <laughs> Squanto, <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot talk today, guys, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> was captured during a Spanish raid in 1614 and spent years in England where he, he learned English. When he was finally freed, he found that he was living. He was the last living member of the Pawtuck Six, and all the other members of his tribe had died. Now, Squanto joined the Wampanoag tribe upon his return to America, and it would be the Wampanoags who feasted with the pilgrims in 1621. Squanto later became sort of a translator between the Wampanoags and the pilgrims who arrived by the Mayflower in Plymouth Harbor, December 16th of 1620. Now, was it a peaceful affair? Or was it? Um, so basically, Masoy, uh, which was an important leader of the Wampanoags at the time, and he wanted protection against the, the Narag—I'm uh, sorry, I'm going to butcher this—Narragansetts, <laughs> um, an enemy tribe. Now, the Narragansetts is now how far greater numbers than the Wampanoags, so it made sense for the Masoyts to want to make allies with the English. Now, however, some of the members did not of the tribe did not like the idea. So it's also important to know that the native people didn't recognize personal ownership of land, but they knew where their land started and it ended. So the Wampanoags may have thought theirs was only letting the pilgrims use the land or letting pilgrims use the land. And the pilgrims would have thought they were given it. Now the pilgrims were also wary of the natives, but say, seek to peace that they created the treaty in March that marked their temporary alliance. Now, these allies with reasons to distract one another. So it's likely that there was a level of tension of the harvest of celebration. And it was a three-day celebration. 90 Wampanoag members joined the pilgrims. Instead of the traditional turkey feast, everyone dined on deer meat. So no mashed potatoes, no pumpkin pie, local vegetables and fish, however, were likely presented at the dinner table. Now, this would have occurred between September 21st and November 9th, 1620. And after that, the celebration was really talked about um, until the 19th century. Now, as we all know it, the modern-day Thanksgiving. Okay, the modern Thanksgiving in 1789, President George Washington declared a national day of thanks, thanking God for the newfound independence of the country. Now, President Abraham Lincoln later proclaimed in 1863, declaring Thanksgiving as a <laughs> national holiday. And he said, furthermore, would be celebrated by the last Thursday in November. 
Now, this declaration came a few years or sorry, a few successful months after for the Union um, during the Civil War. So there was many reasons to celebrate. Now, this is really when the modern tradition of Thanksgiving and how it began. But there's still a lot of details that we don't know about the original Thanksgiving feast. But much of the history that we do have was told from European side. And a professor, Volin, said we don't consider an event to be important until much later and don't think to record what happened. Now, regardless, this is a good time of year to be thankful for what we have and remember the history behind the holiday. Yeah. So now there is a couple of facts that I'm going to read. So did you know that the pilgrims were not Puritans, nor that they all dress in black or have buckles on their shoes and their hats? Nope. (laughs) And did you know that there was no turkey? As stated earlier, fresh deer would have been the main uh, entree for the feast. No, I did know a little bit about that. I mean, honestly, like if if we were depicted pictures in school, I remember there being a turkey on the picture. Yeah, there was always like, you know, turkeys and pies and stuff like that. But yeah, later on, I ended up finding out that that was that wasn't really what happened (laughs) or what they had. I mean. Yeah, because like I'm literally looking it up right now, like um, as we speak, like I've got my little tablet laptop computer thingy and (laughs) i need to get a better computer guys um (laughs) but yeah so i just looked it up and the picture that i'm looking at right now is literally a woman handing a guy a piece of like or like handing an indian um a piece of turkey so like it's always depicted as they are giving out turkey but like you know like glenn and i both said and like the the article that i just read basically said it was never turkey at all. Yeah. Which I don't I don't really understand why, you know, they do that on, you know, like kids' books and stuff like that. They'll put like turkey and, you know, pies and everything. And I mean, honestly, I think it's because they want to sugarcoat shit. True. <laughs> For me to just be honest. But I mean, like Looking at it, you know, now and stuff like that, it wasn't really to kind of like make peace in a way. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you dive more into it, it was it wasn't really, you know, to be thankful or, hey, let's, you know, make amends and let's be friends. And, you know, you can come over here and we'll go over there and yada, yada. Right. No, I like I completely agree. But yeah, it, it's came a really long way since then. And yeah, I'm glad that, you know, they turned it into something <clears throat> better, so to say. Yeah, but I mean, just like, oh, like if you know, like I said, if you think about the history and stuff and like, um, you know, like what happened back in between the Native Americans and the, the Europeans and all that stuff. Yeah, it's not so great, but, you know, we should all be thankful for what we have now, to say the oh, least. Definitely, for sure. I mean, because we, we have all evolved as humans in, like, such a way that, you know, like, you know, we all, we all may not get along very well, but, you know, at least we, you know, we do what we can. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, we'll just all keep getting better and better and there won't be so much crap 
in the world. <laughs> that's that's the key. That's the key word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I do now, apologize if I like cough every now and then. I've been like stuffy the past like few days. <laughs> no, I, I I feel you. <laughs> um, it's it's getting that time of year again, guys, where my allergies are getting ready to mess up so soon. Uh, I might be recording a podcast sounding like a crusty old man trying to survive <laughs> the day. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, Galena mentioned that whenever he was going to record this episode that she wanted to talk about a spooky story uh, for like Thanksgiving and stuff. And I actually found one. Um, and this is how this freaky Thanksgiving ghost story revealed a historic murder. Okay, I'm so, digging it. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. Now, Thanksgiving is a time for families to gather and be thankful for a multitude of things. Tables filled with food and centerpieces are a must each year. But what about ghost stories? Yeah, ghost stories. They're usually tied with Halloween. Now, there used to be traditions surrounding telling ghost stories around the holidays, but what about a Thanksgiving? A Google quick Google search for Thanksgiving ghost stories doesn't come up very plentiful. But sometimes the supernatural can shed a light on the darkest mysteries. In 1832, over 57 Irish immigrant workers disappeared in Malvern, Pennsylvania. There were almost erased from history. Now here's how the Thanksgiving ghost story solved an old local mystery. This is Grandpa's tale. Every Thanksgiving, twin brothers Bill and Frank Watson used to hear a ghost story from their grandfather a former railroad worker. Now their grandfather would retell the spooky story of a place known as Duffy's Cut, located in Pennsylvania. Now in 1909, a man was walking from a tavern. There he saw a blue and green ghost dancing in the mist on one September night. Now the Pennsylvania Railroad kept a record of this incident too. The man said, I saw with my own eyes the ghost of an Irishman who died with a cult or with cholera a month ago, um, a dancing around the big trench where they were buried. It's true, mister. It was awful. Why they looked as if they were kind of green and blue fire and they were ho- hopping and a bopping on their graves. I heard the Irishmen were the, were haunting the place because they were buried without benefit of clarity. Now, after their grandpa died, the Watson twins inherited his old railroad papers Turns out their grandfather was an assistant to Martin Clement, the president of the Pennsylvania Railroad. Now, from there, they were shocked to find so many correspondents with the blue and green ghosts in the area. Now, according to Frank, one of the many correspondents said, X marks the spot. Basically, the twins believed that perhaps there was a mass burial ground created within the landfill that was made. Now, the area was also the original side of the railroad bridge. Now, they did go digging for truth, or sorry, let me phrase what I said. They were digging uh, for uh, the truth. So they were, like, they found uh, smoking pipe fragments. Um, They found some pipes that were clearly made from Ireland. And um, the museum was given location, or museum given location from the museum located in Pennsylvania. Now, Duffy's Cut was a massive project, basically, to fill in a ravine so railroad um, so the railroad could come through. Now, think of it like leveling a hill. Philip Duffy was in charge of the project. Many of the workers came from Ireland. They were poor. They only spoke Gaelic and came from a Catholic background. By, now, by 1930, 
Duffy was housing Irish in- immigrants in his rental home. So in 2005, the twins decided to start digging around the area. They were searching for clues. There, they found rem- remnants of a shanty as well as forks. Then they found a pipe with an Irish flag on it. And then the brothers realized that they needed more help in order to find more information. So they thought that it, they thought that they'd bring in a geophysicist named Tim Betchel, and his work included earth scans, which is a critical tool to see what's underground without digging or drilling. Now, as Betchel started to work on the area by shooting electrical currents through the ground, he soon realized that there was strange areas that would, the current would stop. So this is where it gets into talking about solving the murder. So after researching, Betchel pinpointed the key areas to start digging. This turned into a massive excavation project. In March of 2009, one of Betchel's students made a horrifying discovery, a piece of human bone. Janet Mong soon joined the forensic team as a key person to help separate animal bones from human bones. Since the discovery, seven human bones have been found around Duffy's cut. The skulls had cracks on them in which indicated they died from a blow to the head, either from a bullet or an axe. It's hard to conclude whether cholera was the culprit at the time of death, but it is clear that cholera didn't kill the men that they found so far. Now, remembering the forgotten. When the cholera outbreak happened, many of the workers from Duffy's Cut tried to run. But when they were looking for shelter, people were turning them away because they were fearful of getting infected. Feeling lost, the men went back to Duffy's Cut and the shanty where they were all living. According to the story, they were taken care of by Sisters of Charity and a local blacksmith. As the men died, they were put into a massive grave and the blacksmith burned the shanty to the ground. Now, Clement had been doing hard inquiries into actual death toll of the cholera outbreak, and he was the one that found out that about 57 of the men who died um, the newspapers clearly under underreported those numbers. Perhaps they were silenced by the railroad company. Um, so basically, what this says is talks about like you know concluding all of it is that you know it's possible that the Irishmen did not die from cholera and they were trying to communicate with whoever would notice them. So if that's the case, my big question is is why were they murdered? Maybe perhaps they died from an accident instead. There's just all these possibilities that someone was killing them to prevent the spread of cholera to other people, and it's really hard to tell. Or the eyewitnesses who saw the ghost knew the truth of the men's fates and was trying to give authorities a hint so that they would go digging and find the missing grave. Or, the, sorry, the mass grave. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, like, what do you what do you think about that? Like, what do you what do you think that should have been done? Well, <clears throat> for starters, now you said that people were trying to give hints, right? Yes. So, if someone gave you a hint of something bad that happened, wouldn't you like take them like seriously? And go do it instead of them giving multiple hints. I mean, me personally, I would. Because, I mean, I think that's the problem with a whole bunch of stuff nowadays is that people will give hints and they'll do hints instead of just outright saying it because, you know, sometimes they're scared and they don't want to be like looked at as if maybe they did something and they're trying to admit to it. 
or they're like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I would have like took it really seriously and just, you know, did whatever I had to do. But I mean, I don't know. People are really crazy nowadays. <laughs> and uh, that, that now is this based on a real thing? Yes, it is. It is based off of a real thing. Every everything that I just spoke about was true. Um, like I said, it happened in Pennsylvania, and it's called Duffy's Cut. So all of everything I just talked about was real. Damn! Can can you just like imagine trying to like tell the cops or something? Be like, yeah, I just saw these ghosts, and like you know, like these men all died from cholera. But like, but like something's wrong like they're not acting like they're supposed to be like i don't know like i could just imagine telling them but like the cops be like uh bro are you on something are you fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) but i mean what do you how do you think they died like as to like why they died honestly i think a lot of the men did die from cholera because especially if there was a cholera outbreak in that time period now are you familiar with what cholera is uh no Okay. We're going to look up the definition so I don't say the wrong thing. (laughs) Okay. So cholera is basically a bacterial infection which will spread through contaminated food and water. Um, It's extremely rare. Now it is treated by medical professionals. um, but requires lab testing. Uh, It can last several days or weeks. And it may be preventable by a vaccine. But see, during that time, they did not have vaccines for it. So they couldn't, they didn't know what they could do to fix it, you know? Yeah. Um, now, the symptoms people would have, um, they would have diarrhea, they'd have fatigue, weakness, nausea, vomiting, dehydration, electrolyte, or electrolyte imbalance, low blood pressure, loose skin and very dry mouth and they'd have a rapid heartbeat and they'd be losing weight rapidly. So but I mean, just a, now wait, what year was this based in? Uh, I or think it said on- 1863. Let me, let me go back and look. Cause I, I do know that um, a couple of times there was, you know, talk of like outbreaks back then oh, and stuff like that. Ni- 1909. Oh, Okay. But, um, you know, when there were things going on and people would be like, uh, you know, a lot of times, too, they would they would kill these people that they thought, you know, had some weird virus or, you like, know, illness like the or, Black Plague. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have been killed. Oh, yeah. Like very well Not could have been like a virus. But, you know, people thinking they had one. And they just killed them just to kill them. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't want to catch it. But I know back, you know, back in them days, that was like pretty like typical. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, the fact that this is actually based on the true story is just like it's crazy. <laughs> it's mind it's it's mind blowing. It just makes you want to go <laughs> 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 But anyway, guys, like uh like I said, me and Glenn when we mentioned earlier, you know, we do apologize um, that it's been taking us so long to get a podcast episode out. Um, I do apologize on my behalf because I have been um, very tired recently. I've just been like overworking so much. And, um, you know, I, I do want to keep recording these podcasts for you guys. 
um, and stuff. And I know Galena does too. She's been like, Jared, when are we going to record another podcast? Jared, come <laughs> on, we need to record another podcast. And I'm just like, Galena, I'm tired. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I, I do apologize, guys. But we are going to be working behind the scenes on like making more podcasts for you guys in upcoming um, and stuff like that. Um, um, anything else you'd like to say, Galena? Um, yes. Uh, yeah, I do apologize, you guys. I've been wanting to upload one <laughs> for like the past two weeks. Um, hopefully we'll get another one uploaded maybe again this week or maybe the beginning of next week. I don't know. Um, I really have to work around, you know, Jared's schedule and stuff. And he's been really busy and I have to, but, um, definitely check out the Red Room Theory. I love Jared's podcast. I think you'll like it too. You know, I always tell y'all check it out, but, um, um, real quick though, before we do end this, I just wanted to say, um, on my podcast, I am planning on opening and loading another episode soon, but after that, I'm going to be taking a break from uploading on my podcast for a little bit. Just kind of like as a little hiatus so I can take a, a mental break from that. Cause I don't know what to post right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just want to let you guys know there is another episode coming soon and I'm sorry for interrupting Galena. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. But, um, yeah, definitely check back in with us. Hopefully we'll have another one uploaded soon. Um, and I hope y'all all had a marvelous Thanksgiving. And for those that, you know, didn't really have a great one, I'm very sorry. And maybe oh, next year it'll be better. Hopefully Christmas will be better. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> oh, speaking of Christmas, well, okay, guys, we're going to be doing a Christmas special. I'm big into Christmas. Jared knows this. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm more of a Halloween guy. I mean, I like Christmas, but like, I'm I'm one of those people. It's like bah humbug. It's fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, until next time, guys. Bye. Have a great one, guys.